Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Yellow Noise. I'm Ellen. I'm Polly. I'm Michelle. And I'm John. This week is a part two to our previous episode, and we have Michelle and John back on the podcast with us to talk about our love languages. So for those who don't know, love languages was a term coined by Gary Chapman in his book, The Five Love Languages, and they are five general ways that romantic partners express and experience love. The five love languages are acts of service, gift giving, physical touch, quality time, and words of affirmation. So we each took the five love languages quiz, which we'll link in our show notes, and we'll be discussing our results on this episode. So just as a heads up, for on the quiz, it basically scores each of the different love languages as a percentage of how, I guess, like important or meaningful they are to you. So you end up with a percentage for each of the different love languages. As a reminder, if you haven't listened to our last episode, we had John and Michelle on also to discuss interracial dating. So let's start with Michelle. What were your test results? Okay, so I took the quiz twice because I wish I I did (laughs) yeah I just wanted to make sure first of all I just want to start by saying this is a really difficult quiz because honestly I want all the things they're like which is more meaningful to you and I'm like both of these things are very important to me so it's kind of tough which is why I took it twice but I test like a vision test yeah which one is better so when I took the quiz twice my top two answers flopped so I guess my takeaway is that those top two things are just like equally important to me but my top two are receiving gifts and quality time those are my most important than everything else i got like a 17 percent for the other three when i took the quiz one time i got 27 percent receiving gifts and then the other time i took it i got quality time 27 percent i think that's really accurate for you <laughs> i think i think that was 100 percent right but I'd also like to point out that receiving gifts does not necessarily mean like gift giving. It's basically like tokens of either appreciation or like that person thinking of you throughout the day. So like for me, it's really meaningful when like John leaves me little notes around the apartment or if he like picks up something really small for me, like a $5 bouquet or like just if he was out and he saw like a little treat that reminded him of me and he brings it home like that stuff is really significant to me it doesn't mean that i expect like shoes or like a really (laughs) nice expensive gift all the time although you know i'm not saying no (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i think that um before i mean in the beginning when our uh, relationship i never used to do that because like i didn't really have you did in the beginning giving gifts so the first when you guys first started dating i had lunch with john john at bcd tofu house and it was in this plaza next to this korean cafe and this was like maybe you guys like your third or fourth like really early on into when you guys started dating and because it was the first time john told me about you and then as we were leaving he's like oh wait I see that they're like selling macaroons at this cafe, so I want to stop by because Michelle really loves macaroons. So you were you were gift given from the get go. Yeah. <laughs> she trained me early on. Yeah. I set the bar immediately. I was like, okay. If you're gonna date me, I like macaroons. I like this. No, uh, I am somebody no, though I'm who sure. does have very specific like. I feel like I, I do have a couple things that really stand out that I love. Like, I'm a person who, like, loves photo booths. I love macaroons. I love um, a party bus. A party bus. <laughs> <laughs> she loves a party bus. I also love surprises. Yeah, so I we, think... made, we made her a starter pack, which, like, has 
pictures of everything that Michelle likes. Oh, yeah. Link in bio. <laughs> Link in bio for my starter pack. I need to make you a starter pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like based on your results, though, with two of them at 27% and the rest at 17 you said, that's pretty Close. even. Yeah. yeah. I would say that that's not, like, so biased in one direction or another. So I guess, like, even you taking it twice, it's still pretty, like... Yeah. You do like all five things. A yeah. Lot. <laughs> what was your lowest? I got seventeen percent for the other three for both times I took yeah. the test. What about you? What were your results? I took it once. Um, <laughs> I got access service as my top one at thirty three percent, and then my second one was words of affirmation at twenty three percent. Receiving gifts was my lat my least at ten percent. But I do love to receive gifts too. Uh, <laughs> uh, quality time and physical touch in the middle too. Yeah, access, access service, um, I don't know, I guess that just includes, I guess, just sharing chores and stuff, and, and you also... Well, yeah, just, like, doing stuff when you're really busy or stressed. Yeah. Taking up the slack, things like when I move your car and stuff for you while you're in a Zoom meeting. Oh, I love that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything where, I'm, where I, I'm not able to do something and, and she's able to, like, take it off my plate is really helpful to me. Also, the, you taking... The test at this specific time is really reflective of his job. It's like super demanding right now because his boss recently left. And so he's kind of single-handedly holding down his department. So I think acts of service, even just now in this moment, is probably more important to you than it might be in like a, a six months or something. Yeah. It's a lot of like mental support and also just like supporting the things that I have to like maintain around my life. Yeah, when you have a really stressful day, like, yeah. I'll just go get you food because I know he just doesn't have time to, like, prepare his or, like, lunch. Her, or... or her cooking, like, at all is is really meaningful to me, too, because, like, I'm not a great cook, and I know that it's, like, a lot of work to cook, too, so I do really appreciate it when, like, you take it upon yourself to, like, go shopping or, like, do this, but not, I mean, I, I would love to help out when I can and stuff and try to, too, um, but... Yeah, yeah you that, definitely that do. That falls into the access service category, probably. Yeah. Like cooking and stuff. What was last for you, John? Oh, it was receiving gifts. It was, right? yeah, receiving gifts, yeah. Um, yeah, it's least, but you do it quite often too for me. I mean, yeah, I think you probably just don't. I don't think about it that much. Think about but, it because it's so, but it's so funny because receiving gifts is my top one, so that's the way I give it the most. I should adjust <laughs> so that I. I'm doing more acts of service and less like, gift giving. I'm just like the kind of person that like when people ask you what you want for your birthday or you want for Christmas, it like I I like I was like, I don't know. I don't really know. A twenty three and me test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So wait, let's get into that for a second because <laughs> I think because John is so practical like that. For me, I think it's really romantic to like remember something that someone says, like in passing. Again, what I meant was jewelry, but I think what he took that as was just like anything that I said that I liked or wanted to do, which is why he did the 23andMe. And then there was like one time for Valentine's Day, John wanted to get me like um, a charcuterie platter. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, we'll take a picnic to the park. And he was like, oh yeah, I guess we can do that. He's like, I just know you really like meats and cheeses. So I thought that's what I would get you. And I was like, mm, interesting. Yeah, I like interesting that. gift. I got I got her the meats and cheese, but without the experience. That's the thing. I was like, this would have been a great gift if you had just elevated it one step yeah, further yeah, yeah. and made it like an experience. Then it's, yeah, yeah. then it's romantic and intimate. But when you just give someone meats Meat and, and cheese. cheese, it's like, okay. Like in a cardboard box. Like, here you go. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I think, so similarly to John, my top love language was acts of service at 40%. So it was like severely biased in one direction. And I think it's for the same reason. Like I am super busy at work and that's been pretty constant for like the entire time that I've been working. It's like anything that Casper does to like take a little bit off my plate or like, you know, take out the garbage or do the dishes or like clean up around the house. Like I feel that it's like so helpful to me. And I also think that it, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I feel like it, plays a lot into like how I was raised because that's how my parents showed me love was like by doing these acts of service and like my mom would like always like cut and peel fruit for me at the end of the night and just like have it out for me to eat and like that's how she like expressed her love and I feel like it's it's, like something a lot of Asian moms do or something because like I've heard it in or like I've seen it as like memes and stuff but um, (laughs) I think that has influenced very heavily like that's how I also like to give and receive love and then my next two tied at 23% were quality time and receiving gifts. And then physical touch was my next one at 13%. And words of affirmation, I got 0%. Whoa. I do oh, not give a shit if anyone tells me that they like love me or anything. I think that is also, again, like heavily influenced by how I was, how I was raised. Because like my parents, mm. like they didn't compliment me. They didn't say I love you. And like that was fine. Like I don't feel like I lost anything because of that. But also as a result of that, it's hard for me to tell other people mm. like I love you. And like... That is something like Casper and I had to work on together because he also took the test and his one of his top ones was words of affirmation. And I feel like mm-hmm. I learned so much Spicy. about him because of that. And like now I like actively try to be like, I really like your new song. Like it was awesome. Just like saying things like that. Or like, oh, you cook this. Like it's delicious. Versus before, like the way that I would express it is just I would just eat the whole thing like quickly and that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> I do notice that every time Casper releases a song, you will give it a call out on your Instagram. So oh, I guess that's, 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 that's sweet. Affirming him. Wow. <laughs> that's nice. Okay, so for me, I'm still going back and forth with whether or not I believe in <laughs> these results. But my top one was words of affirmation at 30%, which I'm surprised about, but I think maybe makes sense. And then after that, I had quality time at 23%. And then I had receiving gifts and physical touch tied at 17%. But then I had acts of service last at 13%, which is something I'm really surprised about because I definitely portray myself by serving others. (laughs) And I feel like in my mind, I'm always like, it would be so great if people did these things for me as well. But then maybe like my true heart knows that I like to be in control of things, so I also (laughs) want to do things for myself. (laughs) Please don't serve me. I can serve myself and you. So maybe it makes sense because I do feel like because I like to like make these decisions. So maybe I wasn't thinking about this in the romantic Mm. sense, but I like to be affirmed that my decisions (laughs) are the the right right ones. ones. So I'll like say things and be like, yo, do you agree with me? Or like, is this okay? Do you also want to do this? And then for him to agree means a lot to me Mm. because then I feel like my work to make this happen wasn't to waste because he is also enjoying Mm. the experience. So I like knowing that my decisions make him happy. And I was very honored because he also took this quiz and his number one was acts of service. So I'm, and it's it's been a big change because when we first started dating, we did this as well. And his first one was receiving gifts and his last one was acts of service. So do they switch? They switch, I think. Yeah. So it makes me feel like he 
He's grown. He's grateful for my my servitude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's grown servitude. to be. <laughs> he's grown to be appreciative. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, he's definitely a recipient of acts of service for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I do feel like you do so much. I mean, as I feel like we all do a lot for our partners. I mean, mm-hmm. being in a relationship is a huge commitment, and I think you're always trying to do as much for your partner as possible. But that's so funny that you say that about the acts of service because I think you're exactly right. Part of me always wishes that John would like do the laundry or go grocery shopping. But then when he does, I'm always like, this isn't right. Like, yeah, I'd rather yeah, have I just have done it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so I feel like that's why it didn't show up as one of my top two. Yeah. Um, even though in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, that would be so nice. Like, I do think I am pretty controlling. I mean, I am a Capricorn. So <laughs> I there are some elements that I'm like, yeah, you should just leave this to me because I want it done a certain way. And I'm fine with that. I, you know, I, I want to make her happy. And if it makes her happy to do to do those things, <laughs> that's totally fine with me. Uh, it sounds like Yoav and I had the same yeah. exact... Uh, top and bottom. <laughs> That's so funny. That's yeah. When I took this a while ago, acts of service wasn't that high. It was definitely still one of my top two, but I, I think it like has grown even more. Maybe just like in the pandemic and with just right. living together, because you realize totally. like you have all these chores that you need to share, and so when someone does it for you, it's one less thing you have to do for yourself. Versus like if you're living alone, like you know you're gonna do it anyway, and so it doesn't really matter like when it gets done, I guess. And I think receiving gifts used to be higher up on my list for the exact same reason I think that you like it, Michelle. It's not like I need like this expensive bag or like it's not rooted in like materialism. It's like rooted in like I'm thinking of you and here's a little momentum to like show that. Yeah, like we weren't together and I was thinking about you when we weren't together. Like I just think that's really romantic. Yeah. How much do you think the way that you were raised or other relationships that you've had in the past has influenced the love languages results that you got? Oh, that's so interesting. I mean, I don't think it really has anything to do with how I was raised in terms of like, because I feel like I've just been this way since I was little and I don't know why. It's just kind of like the way that I was born. But I've always been someone who like loves surprises. Like, like I mentioned in the last podcast, my mom was like very linear and practical. And so she just, she's the kind of person who likes to just ask me what I want for Christmas. She doesn't like to like think about what something she could get me. So what I do is I give her a really long list of all these things so that I can still be surprised on the morning of um, by what she gets. I just give her a massive list and then she can just choose like one or two things from that list and then I'll still feel surprised. I don't know why surprises have been so important to me. No, me too. I love a surprise. Every time y'all have planned something, I'm like, I don't care what it is. It just has to be a surprise. <laughs> he gave you a good surprise last, last year. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm way too anxious for that. I feel like Casper's asked me before in the past. Actually, he's planned me a surprise party in the past. And I was like, oh, this isn't what I wanted. And it wasn't good for me. <laughs> I was like so trying funny. so hard to be like so happy. But I was like, oh, I could have done a better job if I just planned it myself. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that. Um, well, it was so funny because even on this Valentine's Day last this past year, I basically like had set up our apartment to look like it was like a almost, prom. It was almost like a prom a dance. Like I put a bunch of streamers up. I basically like made us this really fancy dinner from 
one of our favorite restaurants in LA. They were doing um, takeout, like they were almost like a butcher and a grocer or operating as a butcher and a grocer during the pandemic because they couldn't serve food. And so I went to that restaurant and like got a bunch of ingredients and made us a meal from one of our favorite restaurants. And then I like decorated the apartment. And then John had had a similar idea and tried to do the same thing. But what he did was he did it in our parking garage. (laughs) He like moved my car and set up this whole thing in our parking spot. And we were supposed to have like a sunset dinner, but he ended up not ordering the food in time. And so it was completely pitch black. (laughs) Well, there were candles. There were candles. Yeah. There were like two tiny candles, candles. but we were eating in the pitch black and I was like, can we go? Well, I had to, I had to time it right. And I didn't time it right. But I had to time it right because, because our garage lights will turn on around like seven o'clock. So like the window to eat was like six to seven, but it got dark way earlier than I thought. And yeah, the food came late and then, yeah, it just like wasn't what I planned, but, uh, but to me, like thinking of that and (laughs) just planning something is more important than like the outcome. I mean, we're just improvising because we're not allowed to go anywhere. We weren't allowed to go anywhere at that time. Yeah, that's true. So like, we were just like, how can we use the space that we have (laughs) and like make it something different, which, um, I unsuccessfully did. Um, yeah, I guess this is a thought that counts. For me, I think my least of the love languages was receiving gifts. And I think that stems from probably like, I never really asked for, I mean, I did ask for things like throughout the year, but I never really had anything to ask for for Christmas because my mom would just like get me things as I asked for them. Like if I needed new shoes, like she would just go out and get me like four and, and then return three or something. Like <laughs> she, my mom, my mom is kind of like crazy when it comes to shopping because she'll like buy lots of clothes with the intention of returning like most of them (laughs) and so our in our living room we just had so many clothes that she was like gonna return she's like receipts everywhere but she was like so like she was so meticulous about what she bought and stuff because she had to like keep track and return everything so that's like why i don't really care about receiving gifts that much because to this day like if I see something i like i normally just buy it I i don't really tell you because like i don't really expect you to get it for me I just kind of like do it on my own and but sometimes I tell you like if there's something that an acceptable Christmas gift or something I, I'll, I'll let you know and then you and then you get it for me yeah I think that in the beginning of our relationship I would get you more material things for gifts but because I think you're exactly right you usually get yourself something if you want it so towards the back half of our relationship I've given you a lot more surprise experiences like concert tickets or like a trip or something like that because yeah yeah, usually if you like something you you get it for yourself yeah yeah I think I'm super similar in that way though is like growing up I just got things as we needed them we didn't wait for like the occasion so like we never did Christmas gifts or even like really birthday gifts but if I like wanted a book or like needed a new laptop or something my parents would be like well then we'll just like go out and get a good deal for it and then like get it now and then like similarly for Casper he also just buys whatever he wants, whenever he wants. We're always, like, constantly having Amazon packages, like, shipped around. <laughs> and so, he, like, for gift-giving, like, for Christmas or his birthday, like, I also mostly just try and do experiences. For the past four years, I've done surprise birthday parties for him, which I think have always turned out really, really well. And then, again, like, also, like, yeah, like, Sharks tickets to, like, go see a game amazing, or something. Yeah. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think acts of service is very similar to giving and receiving gifts because the intention behind it is the same. It's just like the method you are performing it. 
I had, I believe, receiving gifts as number two, and oh no, it was not number two. But I still like gifts. <laughs> but I think it's like I like it more because that's something tangible, whereas the service I can perform myself. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also because growing up. I knew if I really wanted something, my parents would get it if they saw how sincere I was about wanting it. Yeah. My mom will do this where if I mention something nice, she'll buy it and be like, "It's your Christmas present," even though we're April, because I know she just like wants to buy it, wants like an excuse to buy it for me, which I really appreciate. But That's cute. I think the reason why I had words of affirmation so high is. Again, I wasn't thinking of the sense of like saying I love you, but just the literal affirming. (laughs) And growing up, my parents have always been very indecisive people. Like when we go on vacation, even choosing like somewhere to eat, it takes like a lot of time. So I just want more affirmation when making those decisions. So sometimes I'll choose something and then people are like, oh, I'm okay with it. Or like, sure, that's fine. But it's like not really fine. So just like tell me what it is. (laughs) I definitely see that for you. I mean, like I've traveled with you for like a month in in Southeast Asia. And like you definitely took the lead on everything. And we, I think we totally affirmed like your decisions. Because you're like, yeah, let's do it. It sounds great. So. Yeah, I love traveling with Ellen because she is so good at mapping out things in a different city. And I do really like when you take control because I'm the type of person who I kind of have group project mentality where I'm like, if someone else is going to take up the lead, I let them do it. But then if there's not that person in the group, then I become that person. So if there's not like a super strong person in the group, then I'm happy to take that lead and I'm happy to do it. But I love to sit back and let other people do it. So it's just great when we go together because I always know like everything is going to be on point. It's going to be a good time and I don't have to even worry about it. It's incredible. Well, yeah, I think we've learned to trust your taste and like your, yeah, your decisions when it comes to like what the group probably wants to do we had a great dinner last night because of something that ellen planned we ate at babel in la and it was incredible well i like that you guys give me feedback too because when i plan things i always like to have options because i also don't i'm like very anxious about people not enjoying themselves but there are the people who are such backseat drivers or like such passengers that they, you know, the people that never respond in the group chats like oh, yeah, that, I can't yeah. stand because I'm like, no, but tell me what you want. Uh, <laughs> but you I'll guys are always like quick to respond like this is fine or I preferred this one out of the three options. So I think that makes it really easy to have fun together. Yeah, I mean, I would totally echo what Michelle and John are saying about your planning skills, Ellen. Like, I would say I'm usually that person in a group setting. I love to plan and like have control and I like love I like do all the research ahead of time read all the reviews and whatever but you're the one of the few people in my life that I actually trust to not have to plan it myself and like I know like if you plan it it will still be like just as good as if I were to plan it and I'm like well then I don't I don't want to yeah do give it. her give her those words of affirmation know, girl I, know. <laughs> you know, I can really count on like I can count on one hand how many people I would trust to do that and so like you're in that very select few yeah thank you thank you I'm honored <laughs> Wait, I have a question for you guys. What would you say is like your favorite thing that your partner has ever done for you? Service or present. Yeah, it could be any of the five. Well, something for me is that Yoav bought a house recently. And even though... Okay, Brad! (laughs) But even though it was, you know, his house, 
he included me in all of those discussions as if it were my money too and i feel like that's amazing get on that property ladder i just i felt very appreciated like i felt that my opinion was really valued and that means a lot to me because i do tend to again like state my opinion a lot but i'm very self-conscious about enforcing my opinion on other people but for him to continue to draw me into those conversations it just validated what i felt yeah it's also indicative of like building a life together which is super meaningful yeah for me, one of the examples that came to mind was like really, really early on when Casper and I started dating, I wasn't living in San Francisco yet. So I was still living at home, at home, which was like an hour away outside of the city. And I would start like coming up to like stay at his place on random nights or like over the weekend. And he always like made sure like I had a clean towel and he like cleared off a little space in his closet for me to like Aww. leave my clothes so that I could like leave some stuff there. And he lived in the mission at the time, which is like a little bit can be a little bit sketchy in some parts at night, especially. And there was no parking. So I always had to street park somewhere. And sometimes it would be like, kind of far away because there would be just like a lot of parking by the or a lot of cars parked by the time that I got there. And he would come and like walk me from where I parked from like my car to his apartment because he like didn't want me to like walk alone in the, at night where it was like sketchy. And then in the mornings, I would have to go to work really early sometimes like before I start driving at like 6am so it would still be dark out. So he would wake up just for 10 minutes to walk me to my car Aww. in the dark because he was worried about me. So I think that was probably like one of the one of the reasons I fell in love with him at the very beginning Aww. of our relationship. Oh, that's so sweet. That's I have a couple that come to mind pretty early on in a relationship. We were driving back from the Bay Area to LA and my car broke down and it was like this whole thing. My battery had like completely given out. We basically pulled over to the side of the road in like nearby Kettleman City and we had to get a tow truck there and it took literally like three hours to get a tow truck at least we were out there and it was like starting to get dark dark. it was really scary it got like scary because like we didn't have a a proper like shoulder to pull off to well and also because i mean thankfully we had been able to pull off to the side of the road but his car completely died after that like we couldn't even turn it on so it wasn't like we could hazard Mm -hmm. so people wouldn't have seen us in the dark because we had no lights on there were no yeah our hazards weren't working and the fact that we were able to just it was like one of those i guess like fight or flight moments or it was just like the fact that we were able to like get through that situation like together was really meaningful because it was like so it was such a like a stressful time mm-hmm. for us not only for us but danger wise <laughs> <laughs> just like stressful in general just stressful yeah. in general but we got through it and and it wasn't like she was you know really complaining at all or anything it was like we, we just like got through it that was really nice to know that I had like a ride or die pretty much to like to like go go through Literally. those. Literally, ride or die. Yeah, had had someone to to Do stay that. up and and talk to the tow driver the whole way home because John <laughs> fell asleep in the back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I omitted that part. Uh, um, the other thing that I really appreciated was when she would come visit me when I was like DJing at the bar that I had a residency at. I would be, you know, playing the same music, but you visited me like quite a number of times and like, you know, you didn't have to do that and you were hanging out with other friends and you would bring some of our friends to visit and stuff. So it was really meaningful because I'm just like there by myself and it was like really boring at times. (laughs) So it was like nice to like see you there. Oh, we didn't know that. That's nice. One of my favorite things that you've done for me. Okay, so this is a gift. So I guess my (laughs) quiz is correct. But it was really sweet for my birthday. Once I 
came home to my apartment and I guess he had talked to my roommates before and arranged a whole thing and they like made themselves scarce for the night and he was like cooking in my apartment he made me uh, French onion soup which is one of my favorite foods so he made me French onion soup from scratch and then he surprised me with Elton John tickets so for my birthday so that was pretty iconic (laughs) that was a great gift that Um, that was a funny experience because I was like, I, I got you something, and I was like, it's on my phone. And she's like, what? Yeah. It's so funny because I feel like words of affirmation wasn't particularly high on my list, but I think because you're somebody who mostly kind of linear and practical, I think that when you do say anything about a relationship and how meaningful it is to you, like, those things are all really special to me. I still remember the first time that he really told me how meaningful I was to him, and it was at Coachella. (laughs) His favorite place. (laughs) But, yeah, that memory is, like, very vivid in my mind because I feel like it was the first time that you really said how much I meant to you, and that really stood out to me, and I I think about that sometimes. A beautiful night. (laughs) A beautiful weekend. Disneyland for adults. And also, it's meaningful to me that you go along with all of my insane ideas and things because I am somebody who really likes to just like do fun, weird, over-the-top stuff. Like for my 28th birthday, I took a party bus to Rainforest Cafe (laughs) and it was like zoo-themed and John was so cute. He was so helpful. He like made me this whole flyer so that I could distribute the invite to everyone and he like works in Photoshop. He's actually done that for like a few of my birthdays. He always makes me like a cute little Photoshop flyer. Yeah, really over-the-top Las Vegas kind of-esque. Just not pretty to look at. (laughs) Actually, no, some of them are nice yeah yeah you've made some cool ones i love to just like plan really big spectacles and he's always just down so i appreciate that well because like i'm not that type of guy that thinks of it but once it's in my head i'm like yeah let's do that that sounds really funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah very supportive so do you think you learn anything new about each other from taking this quiz or do you think it'll change anything about how you give or receive love in your relationship. Yeah, we're going to Gucci right after this. <laughs> <laughs> she can pick out anything she wants. Okay, um, I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> I thought it was actually pretty predictable for both of us, but your second one was quality time. I think a big thing for me, especially during this pandemic, is having that work-life balance, especially like being under the same roof. It's like hard to separate work from personal life as I'm as everyone is experiencing. So seeing that as your second, it's good to know. I mean, obviously we've had this conversation like many times and it's good to know that it's on paper now, but basically like, I think I should be better and try to do better at carving out time to spend time with you and like, and not worry about work or not even think about work and stuff. So, I mean, it's something that I'm I'm like literally trying to do right now, putting my phone like on, what is it called? Do not, do not disturb. disturb. I just discovered do not disturb me. <laughs> and it's crazy because now I can like sleep and like not be interrupted. I was like, oh, this is what I'm missing out on. Because like I used to be waking up to text at like 4.30 a.m. Yeah, his phone is really going off at all yeah. hours of the day for work because they work a lot with New York and then also just internationally. Internationally, yeah. So, Yeah, this test has taught me to really like try to value quality time and like try to carve out that time for us. Yeah, I think, um, well, I do think I learned something because I don't think I really realized acts of service was your top one. John and I have this system where 
I cook for him every night basically and then he'll clean up and wash the dishes because like that's my least favorite part and so that system always works for us really nicely because like he doesn't care to cook but I do think that there are more ways that I could incorporate acts of service like I do think that I do the receiving gifts a lot for you like I give you a lot of gifts when that's not necessarily like I mean it obviously was your lowest one I think because I prefer to receive gifts I give a lot of gifts but I think maybe I can readjust that slightly and do more acts of service do more around the apartment and stuff especially because your workload is so heavy for me what I got out of doing this quiz was just keep doing what you're doing (laughs) I think what was most lovely about this is like a lot of people take this quiz and then they think about like what do I want or what can I do for my partner but for Yoav and I I feel like we took this quiz and we realized when we first took it it was thinking about like oh what is it that we want but I think what has changed is the people who we're with have become what we want like Yoav number one flipped into who I already was I don't think I like changed the way I did things and I don't think y'all have changed the way that he acts by any chance, but I think we just changed how we valued those acts. When Casper and I took this together the first time, it was over two years ago now. And we actually realized we had completely opposite love languages, which then it made a lot of other things much clearer about like any, not problems we were having, but just disagreements or like realizations, I guess. And so I think actually taking this quiz was super illuminating for us. And I have changed my behaviors since then. I think he has as well. I know like sometimes these quizzes can be a little bit floofy or not that serious, but I have of all the different like personality type quizzes I've ever taken in my life, like this is one that I've actually found to be quite meaningful and have actually acted on. So I think it's been really good for us to have taken it before. And I'm like curious to know like if he takes it again now, if anything like has changed, especially as you said, Michelle, like in the beginning, it, it can be very situational or just based on where you are right now in your life. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Michelle and John, for joining us on this second part of the episode we filmed. I hope everyone enjoyed hearing about our different love languages. And I really hope that you guys take the time to take the quiz yourself and maybe learn something interesting about you and your partner. Please share your results with us on our Instagram at Pod. And don't forget to find Michelle and John on, where should they find you at? Uh, my Instagram is at MichelleFlowers underscore. Uh, my Instagram is John Favreau, spelled J-E-A-N-F-A-V-R-E-A-U-X. Yes, please look out for all their amazing content that they push out as well. And we'll talk to everyone soon in next week's episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.